Blog Talk Radio.
told you to get what we had here last week, which is the way you want. Well,
You know, I mean, these trees will crush your house. And while you're out driving, when we're getting three inches of rain an hour, <clears throat> while you're out driving, you know, you shouldn't be. You should be off the roads. You know, I just don't understand people. You know, there's no reason for it. What is more important, your life or where you're going? What's more important, your life or where you're going? So now you know where you're going. <laughs> Nowhere fast. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's risky. It's, it's very dangerous. People just don't understand it. They just don't get it. The phone number is 573 Who is texting me right now? Who is texting me knowing that I do my podcast show? They don't stop. You know, I mean, I just, it just, I just don't get it. I don't understand it anyway. All right. All right so sometimes I do it over my phone. That's why, because I got this microphone here, but the damn thing don't work right. I mean, the headsets don't work half the time. I don't know if the, I can't hear myself talk, so... Sometimes I just get a better connection over doing it over the phone, and then, you know, so and have that direct directly hooked up through my PC. So everything I do is on through a PC. So and everything except for the text messaging, obviously I do that. But see, most people they do everything their social media over over their phones. I don't do everything over my phones. I won't do it. I'm not putting my banking information in my phone. I'm not doing none of that nonsense. I'm not doing that. My PayPal, I'm not doing none of it. Everything goes on my PC, on my desktop, where it's at home, safe and secure, and I don't have anyone that can steal it. Unless they break into my home, and if they're going to go through that much trouble, they're going to get it anyway. So why bother? So, you know, I mean, but I'm not going to hold up a sign and, and give everyone access to everything. And I don't do that nonsense. I don't run up credit card bills. I don't believe in doing that. You know, if I don't have the cash to pay for it, I'm not going to get it. That's all there's to it. There's no such thing as an emergency. You know, you create your own emergencies. You know, that's that's how that's just how it's how it you live. I mean, when when you become to my age or whatnot, I understand younger generation or whatnot. They, you know, they are in debt. Or, you know, and but you know, when you get you know thirty five, forty five, fifty, you know, you should be pretty well established and and not have to worry about you know. Uh, Using credit cards, paying twenty one percent interest on the money created out of thin air. I mean, why you would do that? I don't know. That's just irresponsible. I just don't understand people. Just don't get it. You know, yeah, Americans have it too good. And until we lose everything and don't have nothing left, I don't think things are going to change. But anyway, to the my candidacy here in North Carolina. Uh, this is uh, there. There's. You know, obviously, yesterday was a victory for me. Uh, that's what the news says. Let me see if I can pull up the article here. Uh, I finally got somewhat of a fair shake uh, with the news media. So every other story they've written about me, they it was only half truth. So if you didn't know me and you didn't know my story, you'd, you'd think I was just like a uh, hardened criminal that was, you know, uh, I mean, it's just insane. Uh, let's see. I'll try to get this article up and read it, read it for everybody. Um, Anybody that did send an email to the uh, State Board of Elections and supported me, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, you know, you're, you're obviously the people that I would like to represent. Um, anyone who didn't do it, who said they were going to didn't do it, then you're just a lazy bottom feeder moon bat who just, didn't, who just, did, who just says you're going to do something and just doesn't do it. You're, you're really part of the problem that we're trying to fix in this country. Knock it off, Okay. Because this is a serious game, you know, that I'm in here. You know, I mean, it's very serious. And, you know, they, they, they tried to destroy you. 
And here I am trying to fight for for the, for the republic. I'm trying to restore you know the republic and and, and you know, restore our country and fight for you. You know, and I can't get anyone off their rear end to do anything. You know, it's like it's it's very difficult. You know, it's it's I just don't understand. Well, you got somebody fighting for you. I still can't get you to move. All right, let's see here. Uh, where are we here? Um, oh, remove remove stakes. You know, that was five days ago. See, I still got the old stories up there. Uh, where are we here? Uh, oh. Oh, where's the uh, article? Rocky Man Shop. State elections officials direct county. Okay, here it is right here. Okay. Um, got that right there. Hope we don't. All right, here we go. Uh, state, right, uh, this is a new one, I think. I don't know if I read this one or not. Um, no, this is not, not the one either. I had it up. It was, it was pretty good. They called me a conservative activist. <laughs> Uh, conservative activist. Um, what the heck is it, man? They, they wrote one. One of them down in Raleigh wrote a pretty good one about me, actually. You know, and, and uh, I want to read that one if I can get it up. I put it in a couple of chat rooms the other night. When I was on another podcast show, but it's just um, basically the the uh, state state. I appealed the uh, board's decision unanimous, unanimously remove me from the ballot. And the board upheld my appeal, and they sent it back to the county board uh, to have another evidentiary hearing. So the they want me to bring bring in evidence that my rights have been restored. And what they're making me do is they're violating my rights still, because I don't have to bring in evidence. It's state law. State law says my rights are automatic once I discharge off any sentence I had or I was imposed upon me, regardless if I was working as an informant. But no matter what, let's just say I got this I got a crime I got a conviction on my record. Okay, let's just say it. Which I which it's sealed anyway. Uh, by I'm trying to find the federal paperwork on on this. So I had, had a United States federal district court judge, Judge Edgington, that was his name, in Bridgeport, Connecticut, who sealed my uh uh, uh, records because of the fact that I was working undercover for the federal government, and and I you know did th- things blah 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 blah, and uh, I almost lost my life two times. Uh, the latest murder attempt was in 2005 when I was getting out of my car, and uh, three men uh, came up to quickly. It was obviously a professional hit. These guys were good. I mean, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I told people that it was coming. I told people I couldn't be at this location at a certain time, but I was told to be there. Now, clearly, I was set up. Only an idiot could not see that, but the the federal judge who was ruling on the motion for summary judgment, I, 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 I think I'll go over that here tonight and comment on that. Because uh, for anyone not to see that I was set up, uh, clearly set up by this maggot, uh, James Wood in Connecticut. Um, would 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 you you've got to be a complete imbecile, or you're just in on it yourself, one or the other. So, but uh, what had happened was, I'll go into a little bit of detail on this. This is the second murder attempt on my life. Um, it was March 31st, 7:30 p.m. 
uh, somewhere around there. No, excuse me, around 6.30, between 6.30 and 7.30 p.m. So it's starting to get dark. It's early spring in Connecticut, obviously, uh, late winter. And uh, so it's getting dark out, obviously. And and I this guy has me go to uh, Meriden AIC, which is an alternative to incarceration for people. All right. Now, at this time, I'm in the process of I have a high-profile federal lawsuit pending against the state of Connecticut for them failing to protect me while I'm working for them. Okay. Obviously, I'm I should be under. Obviously, I'm working for somebody undercover, and it would be common sense that it's their job to protect me, right? While I'm doing these deeds for them, you know. so uh, I like the one, too, where it says uh, possession of a weapon in a correctional institution. I like that one. Yeah, of course I had possession of a weapon in a correctional institution. I recovered 64 of them for the, for the damn gang, gang intelligence unit, 64 weapons. Of course I had possession of a weapon, you imbeciles, you know, but that's how they you know. They, so anyway, I, I, I pull up the mirror and I see uh, I've been getting death threats all week, you know, uh, uh, you know, and and. I try to call my attorney and tell him, look, man, I'm getting death threats. What should I do? You know, I'm a little worried here. You know, I shouldn't be going to places uh, where there is known gang activity and drug activity. Meriden AIC is right across the street from the Mills Memorial Housing Project. This is home base for the Latin Kings, okay? Home base, all right? This is where their chapter meets. This is where they hang out. This is their stronghold. This is where they extort people. This is where they shoot people. This is where they sell drugs. And you're going to have me report to a probation officer and meet with him right by this area, right across the street from this housing project development. Okay? You're going to have a confidential informant, a guy who's working for the feds, right, against the gang. That, uh, that right against the gang that controls this housing project, you're going to have me go there and right at dusk, right at dark, and and go. And you're going to have me report there. Tell me something. Do you think that's dangerous, everybody? You think that's a little bit dangerous thing to do? <clears throat> so anyway, so I pull up uh, on State Street, Meriden, Connecticut, and. Uh, uh, I was drinking a soda. Uh, I, mean, I just had gone to Taco Bell. I remember I went and grabbed a couple tacos, and then, uh, you know, I was trying to drive around and get the, you know, see if anybody was following me, you know, because, you know, I was all over the news at this time. A picture is plastered all over the news on the 6 o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, 6 a.m. news, Richard Blumenthal doing uh, interviews about me, uh, Lieberman, all these maggots up there. And, uh, you know, because I'm exposing the judicial system up there. I'm I'm testifying about the corruption, how they're paid off uh, by the gang members, and, and what had happened during the 1990s about murders that took place and uh, unsolved murders. I mean, I'm I'm giving testimony on a, in a federal courtroom on this stuff. You know, and uh, so you know, I'm I'm all over this. So you know, obviously, this is I'm not. I got a target on my back now. So uh, anyway, I, I I went to Taco Bell. I drive to go pull up to Main Street, I mean, excuse me, State Street. Uh, just glance around, look in my rearview mirror. I don't see nothing, you know. And uh, take a sip of my soda. I put it in the cup holder. I, uh, get out of my car. As soon as the door shut, shuts on my car, boom! All I hear is footsteps running towards me. 
I'm like, whoa, boy. You know, already, you know, something's going down. Guy to my left. Guy comes out from my left. Another guy, two guys come from, from my right uh, in front of my car. Uh, there's another car. So they, they came from in front of that car. Um, to my The guy to my left slams the gun up to my head and pulls the trigger. The gun goes off. Bang! Real loud, obviously. My eardrum pops. You know, but here I am thinking I'm dead. That's it. I'm on the other side. I'm, that's it. I'm gone. I, I mean, it, well, what else, you know, it, it, it's a flash of a second. You know, a split second. You know, uh, so I, I must be dead. He shot me in the head, man. My head, my head must be blown, blown all over the street. You know, but in that split second, whoa, gun jammed or something. I'm not dead. Guy in front of me pulls out a knife, lunges at me. I duck. Right, as I duck and I and I come back up to, to uh, you know thinking of a real quick defensive move I can use, it just happened so fast. The guy stabs me again and he stabs me in the chest. Knife goes in my chest, out the other side of my body, you know, and, and, and he rips it out. Oh God, you know, and just bubbling air and oh, and I collapse on the ground. You know, like I'm like reaching for the guy, he's trying to because I want to kill him. You know, obviously. You know, but I have no strength. Everything is just taken out of me. You know, I mean, I have no strength at all. So I'm just laying there on the road, trying to crawl inch, you know, little inches. That's what I can remember. And I just remember seeing the backs of their body running away across the street, back to the Mills Memorial Housing Project. So, uh, you know, cars are going by, you know, and nobody stops, nobody sees nothing, you know, nobody's going to do anything, nobody's going to help you. You know, and I'm like, oh man, and I can't breathe. So I think I'm thinking I'm dead. I'm gonna die. I mean, I just don't want to get run over by a car either. You know, so I managed to get back into my car, crawl, and opening the door to my car. You know, I'm reaching up for the door handle, and I just get that open. Managed to grab the seatbelt, the seat, the steering wheel, just like pulling my blood's everywhere. You know, I can't breathe. I hoist myself back into my car, close the car door. You're not allowed to bring your cell phone into the building where you're at. So I don't have my cell phone on me. It's in the glove box of the car. You know, one of their stupid asinine rules, you can't have your cell phone. You know? So I got to, so, you know, and I'm thinking, where's my cell phone? Where's my cell phone? You know? You know, know, because a lot's going through my mind. I open up the glove box, get my cell phone, call 911. Uh, dispatcher gets on the phone. I tell him I've been stabbed. Uh, I worked for the government as an informant, blah, 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 you know, and uh, I'm going to die. I've been stabbed in the chest. I can't breathe. I can barely breathe. Uh, what do I do? You know, uh, blood's coming all, up, all out of my chest everywhere. I can feel it dripping down my back because it was a hole in my back, obviously. You know, uh, uh, I, I don't know what to do. You know, calm down, sir, calm down, sir. Do you know anybody? Do you, you see the guys who did this? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the guys who did this. I don't know who they are, though. You know, I, I mean, I said, please, I'm going to, you know, look, I know I'm not going to make it. Just tell my father goodbye and everything, you know, and tell my family goodbye. You know, and and here comes the lights. They come, you know, here comes the cavalry. You know, and that's what it felt like. And, uh... The fireman gets there first, 
And uh, they, they, that guy picked me up out of that car like a rag doll, man. I mean, this was, was a big dude, a strong guy. You know, I weighed 200 pounds, you know. So he just picked me up, threw me on the uh, the, the stretcher there. And he had EMS guys loading me up back in the ambulance. Detectives are there at pump trying to ask me questions. The EMS guys are like, we got to work on him. you got to stand back because, you know, he's probably not going to make it. Blah, blah, blah. So I hear that. And I'm like, oh, boy, I guess I'm all done. You know, and it was pretty a sad moment. You know, you get that feeling, you know, it was, it's like, what is all this for? You know, everything is over. It's done. I'm dead. You know, I'm going to die. You know, life's over. You know, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. As young as I am, you know, I mean, at this time, you know, I didn't get a chance to do all these things in my life that I wanted to do. You know, I mean, that's pretty much, you know, how I felt at that time. You know, it was really sad. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, there's a lot of things I wanted to still do. I didn't, I didn't have no kids yet. I was, you know, uh, single. I was, you know, I didn't, I just, just didn't, you know, it's just like emptiness. You know, I feel like I pissed my life away. I wasted it. That's the feeling I got. It was like I just didn't do anything that I really wanted to do in life. You know, when you're a young kid, you have goals and dreams and everything, and they were just ripped away from me, you know. And, uh, you know, and I just remember, you know, going down to Yale New Haven Hospital. They couldn't, they were trying to get me to a trauma unit, and there was no trauma unit at Mid-State in Meriden, Connecticut. So the only place I'd go to was Yale New Haven Hospital in New Haven, Connecticut, and it was 25 minutes away. Because that or Lifestar, you know, to, uh, to the uh, Hartford Hospital. So, you know, uh, so that... So they decided, you know, real quick, obviously, was, they had to make a split decision. They blow me up the ambulance, and they're going to transport me down to New Haven. So I get the police escort and everything, and, you know, because obviously it's a hit, you know, a contract. They, you know, they know that much already. They don't know if they're going to try killing me again while I'm there in the ambulance. So they got freaking helicopters, dogs, I mean, everything. You know, they can't lock down the whole city, you know, and what that side of the city. And, uh, they, you know, and they checked me into a Yale New Haven hospital. They checked me in as a, an alias. You know, they put me under Jose Gonzalez. Obviously, that's not my name. And uh, I'm in there, and uh, obviously, I pull through. You know, they, they insert the chest tubes in me. Oh, Lord, you want to talk about pain. And they couldn't put me under at the time because they were worried about my esophagus. They didn't know if I, the, the knife hit my esophagus or not. So, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm just... I'm there, you know, going through the surgery, and the detective's kneeling down. Can you tell me anything about what's going on here? Can you tell me? He's trying to get information from me. Man. And, you know, they're putting these tubes in me. I'm like, ah, screaming, you know, I'm shaking. Because it's painful, man. And I'm just like, oh, man, you want to talk about pain. I just never felt no pain like that in my life. So, uh, the uh, doctors say, okay, well, you, it looks like right now you're going to pull through, you know, you're trying to stabilize me. And uh, needless to say, I spent, uh, uh, you know, about, I think it was 12, 13 days in, uh, in the hospital there, Yale Haven Hospital, with the uh, chest tubes in me, you know, helped me breathe and everything. And then when they had to pull those out, those, that was a trip, boy. They had to rip them, they got to rip them out, like, real fast. You know, oh, Lord, whoo. And, uh you know, when I was first there, it was I had a comfortable stay. You know, they had me juiced up. I mean, morphine, everything, and you know, it was, then after that, it was like they didn't give a crap about me. You know, I had to suffer after that. You know, so and uh, cause I, you know, I couldn't sleep. 
I mean, I just, you know, the pain was just excruciating. excruciating. It was bad, man. And, uh, well, I uh, get out of the hospital, go back home to my dad's house, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, I get, get, you know, communication starts uh, coming in, you know, well, you want to go into witness protection, this and that, and all that stuff, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and, uh, so I decided to come down to North Carolina and live and start my life over. Everyone tells me, look, you need to forget about Connecticut. You just need to forget about everything. Forget about the lawsuit. Just forget it. Just forget it. Just move on with your life. You know, start all over. And uh, so I came down to North Carolina and started my life all over. Uh, opened up a business, landscaping business, and, uh, you know, started a family. Uh, you know, here we are, you know, 20 years later. And, uh, you know, a whole nother life. And, and now this all comes back up again uh, because of my candidacy here for, for running for North Carolina House of Representatives. And, but I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy in all this. I'm the guy who's wrong here. I don't deserve any rights according to them. You know, this person that challenges my candidacy. You know, I'm, I'm not qualified to be a, a politician. You know, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> That's what's eating me up. That's what's really bothering me about all this. And 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 then the compound is the misery. The news media doesn't give me a fair shake. You know, they don't give me uh, uh, the opportunity to tell my side. They don't print my side of the story. You know, which my side is the facts and the truth, all verifiable. You know, I don't get no credit for the things I did, which is fine. You don't want to give me credit for the stuff I did? I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I I help prevent the murders. I help break up a lot of crime, a lot of bad activity that was going on. I probably saved people's lives. Okay. You don't want to give me credit for that? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I don't care. But don't use it against me. Don't use it against me. That's what eats me up. Don't make it a blemish on my record. Don't don't put it as a strike against my freedom. Don't tell me I've lost my rights and I can't get them back. I don't want to hear that. That's what angers me. And it should anger everyone else out there, not because of what happened to me, because it could happen to you. Yeah, I apologize. I'm still sick. I've been, had this cold. I've had this cold, this flu bug now for a while. So if I sound messed up, clogged up, or whatever, it's still going on. It's, it's. I've had it real bad. I mean, it's just eating me up. I've never been this sick before. <laughs> you know, I just never have. I mean, I just. I mean, I've gotten the flu. I've gotten sick, and you know, it's, it, but I've gotten better as a week or two later. And this thing's just dragging on on me. But uh, <clears throat> you know. This is so. This is what's eating me up. So this person, Diane Parnell, she files a challenge to my candidacy, but she didn't file no challenge two years ago when she questioned me about my past. She sent me an email, questioned me about my past and whatnot. She didn't file no candidate challenge back then. What's changed, folks? What's changed? What has changed that that that? Now, all of a sudden, this is an issue now. Me, Joe Gibson, the big, bad criminal, 
from Connecticut, who has an extensive criminal record, this article says, extensive. You know, like like I'm a like I'm a career criminal. You know, I was out there, you know, jacking people up, violent crime. You know, like, I, like I'm this violent offender. You know, that can't be really rehabilitated. And what right do I have to get into public office? Well, oh, I can't be trusted. You know. I, my rights aren't deserving. I don't have no rights. You know, and if I do, I need to prove. They said, I got to prove it. I got to prove I have rights, they say. Yeah. How about that, folks? Huh? How you like that one? Yeah, that's what they're telling me. That's what the news media is saying. I got to prove. I got to prove nothing. Prove nothing to you people. What is this? I don't have to prove nothing. It's America. You have to prove. I'm innocent until proven guilty. Matter of fact, I am given the benefit of the doubt no matter what at all levels of acknowledgement that I'm innocent before guilty. This is America. And this is America, the land of second chance, right? The land of opportunity. The land where you get a clean slate. You people come here, give us your tired, your poor, your sick, your hungry, right? That's what I read, like Dr. Martin Luther King said on paper. I want you to do what you said on paper. I want, I, want I want you to do what it says on paper. I don't want my name in a newspaper with my name all twisted around and nothing is printed factual. It's all opinionated based upon what you read in a file or a newspaper article. That's not facts. When you have the man that's living and breathing that survived it right here in front of you, these are facts. What I'm telling you, what happened. There's no drama. There's dramatization to what I just told you, the story. That's the fact of what happened that night when I was stabbed. And that's the truth. There's no changing it up. There's no altering the story. It's exactly how it happened according to the memory of what I know and how I lived it. And I assure you, I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. Every single moment, every single second of what happened to me that night. And I'm going to tell you why it happened. Every time someone asks me about it. So it's a bunch of crock of baloney. Our society today is so full of it. We have allowed ourselves to be hoodwinked by the powers to be that have no power. They have no power over us. We only allow them to have power over us. And why? Fear of what? I just told you a story of what happened to me. If anyone should be afraid, it should be me. <clears throat> but I'm not. 657-383-0616, press number one. There's, there's more to these story, this story, I assure you that. And that was just the first murder attempt. I remember about the first one. Excuse me, there was only one. That was the second murder attempt. The first one, you said, oh, boy. I mean, you know it feels like you get your head chopped off? That was the first time around. We ain't going to get into that one. But again, 657-383-0616. We'll pray. Uh, we got a couple callers here. We'll bring them on. Let's bring on 503 first. Go ahead, and I think Joe. Go ahead, 503. Hey, Mr. Gibson. It is your friendly, yeah. elusive libertarian over here. I'm tuning in All a half right. hour late, so I'm going to have to uh, listen to 
uh, what I missed. Um, but no, you really your miss story fascinates me. I'm sorry that I missed it, but you know, I want you to keep telling your story. Um, tell all of it. Don't censor yourself. Put it out there because uh, people need to hear your story, especially yeah. your voters need to hear your story and what happened to you. Um, it's like it's like I said in that email that I wrote to your um, elections, you know, your board yeah. of elections or whatever, you know, saying, hey, you know, your experience could benefit the voters in your district because you know exactly how corrupt government can be. Your own personal yeah. experience is a testimony to how corrupt government can be, and that experience can benefit the people in your district because yeah. you not only experienced it, but you're not afraid to fight against it. As a matter of fact, it's like your fuel. It's your gasoline to fight against yeah. the corruption in government starting within your own district. You got that right. You got that right. And I don't know why now my, my system is, this is never, I think it's only happened one other time when I'm doing a live show that my computer, I told you I'm on a PC, just mysteriously shuts down and restarts and resets itself. We haven't lost power. So right now I'm canceling it. So if anybody got ticked off, you're going to have to call back in. I don't think they did, though, because I don't think it shut down. But, yeah, this is, who knows, what, you know, what they do and how they operate these people, you know? But, yeah, I appreciate the call and what you're saying here. And, yeah, the story, I, I mean, I don't really like to beat it, beat the drum to it, but everyone says that the story really has to be told, you know? Exactly. Oh, you know, okay. and I, I you know, know sometimes you might get tired of reliving it because I realize that every time you tell your story, you know, you're you're kind of put back, you know, like flashed. So they're adding. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're there again, reliving it. Yeah, it's odd. It's odd to relive the story, you know, and uh, and 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 tell it, you know. It, see, it's just hard. I mean, it, see, it's for someone hearing. Like, if you told me your life story, it wouldn't affect me as much as it would affect you, you know. But for me, it's it's I don't know. It's hard. You know, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to, I guess, I'm trying to find the right words. I never could find the right words. When it's, it's hard for me to talk about myself. You know, uh, it just is. I don't know. How how do you feel about that? When you talk about yourself and you tell something that happened to you, whether it be, you know, I don't know if anything like happened to you like it happened to me, but I'm sure you've had things happen to you in life. Is it hard for you to retell that story or sit down and talk with somebody about it? Do you feel uncomfortable? I mean, how do you take that? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, um, you know, there's experiences of mine that, you know, I don't really have a whole lot of issues talking about, uh, but it depends yeah. on the audience. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there's a difference between talking about um, a trauma that I went through or, you know, a, a bad experience of, uh, in life of mine that I've gone through with, like, my best friend you know, or people that I know and trust, that's different than talking about it to virtual strangers or people that I don't know very well. Um, uh-huh. Because you just don't know how you're going to be received. You know what I mean? You don't know yeah. if somebody's going to be sympathetic or if somebody's going to, like, you know, uh, be an asshole, honestly. You know, if they're just going to be an ass and... <laughs> 
And yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like and not be sympathetic and be like, oh, where, 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 you know. And you got those uh, people out there. Criticize you for even, you know. <laughs> like get over you, you, it already, you know. Yeah, get over yeah, it. Yeah. What's the big deal? But you know, like people can, you know, people like that, you know. And so you never know when um, you're, ta- you know, when you're talking about your story and your trauma and what you went through. Um, that's like the hesitation I think for me is because, um, you know, if it, I don't like re- reliving a, a bad experience of mine. Um, yeah. And having all those feelings get, you know, those feelings again come up yeah. only for the person that I'm telling it to, to yeah. be completely insensitive and make it even worse. Cause that's what they do. They'll yeah. make it even worse. And it's like, yeah, don't make that yeah. trauma even worse. Yeah, you know, and, and, and just by their reaction to it or their attitude, um, you know, it's like, oh, my God. You know, then, you know, that's why a lot of people don't like to go to counselors, you know, for example. They, you know, they finally get the, you know, somebody will finally get the will to, to go and find a counselor or a therapist. And let's say it's a really horrible therapist you know, and they just make it even worse. And then what ends up happening is you just kind of shut down and you're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do this again, you know. Um, and, you know, it, it just kind of adds to that trauma. Like that trauma could have happened 20 years ago, uh, but you get somebody that, that makes it even worse and it's just it, – it, it adds to that trauma as time goes on. Every every bad experience you have talking about it, if that makes yep. sense. Joe, I think I got Joe from Montana on here. I think that's him. I'm not sure. Three two three. I just unmuted whoever I could because my screen was acting up, and I don't know if I yeah, lost my chat. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Back. Happy New All Year. Right, go ahead, Joe. Montana. All right, can you guys hear me? Yes. Hey. Okay. Good. So Happy New Year, and um, I also want to tell you, Joe, that you're not safe with regards to your computer. You are right about don't do transactions online with your cell phone unless you know how to scan the cell phone with a good antivirus software to make sure that um, you're, not, you're not being Trojaned or virused or anything like that. But um, your PC yeah. is vulnerable as well. I was attacked by ransomware a few months ago. Luckily, I heard my uh, PC go nuts, and I saw modem go nuts. So I disconnected the um, my PC from the net. Then when I uh, brought it back on again, rebooted, it picked up uh-huh. where I left off. And oh, really? the ransomware guy, he, in a matter of about two to three minutes, he had encrypted for ransomware. I think it was either 6,000 or 86,000 files. I forget which. But it was a lot, a lot, a lot of thousands of files, which means you can't open them again. But luckily, I have um, um, a hard drive, which is my primary and and a secondary drive uh, for the the inner uh, backup drive. So I replaced yep. those files before the guy got a hold of. He got a hold of my second drive, but he only managed to do about twenty of those. 
while he was doing the um, the hard drive, the primary hard drive, 6,000, I forget, it, 6,000, 86,000. But like I said, I replaced them by, um, uh, by doing a copy and paste with my software. So you have to be careful both fronts. So don't feel too secure. Okay, all of a okay. sudden you'll wake up one day and um, your PC is controlled by somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, I know I'm not 100% safe and secure with it, with anything. We know that today. Like people can hack into anything. But you know, yeah, I agree with what you said right there. And I'm trying to stay. Yeah, but take precautions because all it takes is one bad, one bad hacker who knows what he's doing. And all of the years of downloading photos and videos and having uh, memorabilia from your past doesn't belong to you anymore. Yeah, you got that right, Joe. You got that one hundred percent. I mean, it's just well, how do you protect yourself? Then? What do you do? What do we do? Hide in the closet? What do we do? I mean, you just well, not in terms use of the PC, well, you have to have. Yeah, if you have software, if you have software that will intercept any type of download and can uh, scan the downloading, that helps. It also helps to have a um, an um, an inner hard drive, a backup inner hard drive, or a backup out. You know. Um, external hard drive, but even then, a hacker will, yep. you know, if you're not if you're not aware of what he's doing, he can hijack your external hard drive as well. So mm-hmm. I have the, luckily, I, right now I switch modems because I switch providers, and this modem won't let me know, <laughs> you know, when something's mm-hmm. being downloaded. So yeah, I yeah. have to uh, figure out another way of securing myself. Okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it's, it's, like I said, that's Lori. I mean, nothing she was in IT, so Laurie Ann knows or should know. Yeah, nothing is secure. Nothing. Nothing is one hundred percent. Especially when they got you know when it's government, they can they can access any server. So it's like you know if they really want to get at you know what you're doing online and track you and stuff, they don't even have to get access to your computer anymore. Because they can easily get access to the server. They got back doors in the servers, um, you know, from any data provider, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, if the government wants wants to get at your stuff, they will, you know. Um, that's just mm-hmm. kind of the way it is. They set it up that way. Yeah. The yep. NSA, okay. you know, they can get just about anything they want on you and anybody associated yep. with you. And anybody that's associated with them, and on and on. Yeah, on and on, never-ending train. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, so again, the answer would be what? Just hey, this is the way it is. Just don't put nothing out there. Mm, here's want my answer to that. Laurie Ann's right about what she said. But if you're not on social media, and if you use a VPN that you actually can trust, then the government can still, if they really, really want, to come after you. But they have to single you out. Um, they can, but you protect yourself fairly well. But if they get, if if a hacker, I don't even care about the government. I mean, the government's the biggest enemy, but I don't care about them with regards to my uh, PC safety. But a hacker, if that mm-hmm. hacker wants to, and if you don't know how to protect yourself against it, um, you're dead meat. Uh, the government's not yeah. the government right now is not going to secure your PC, but a hacker will. But get off yep. of social media. I keep telling them, why the fuck are you on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Pinterest? 
unless you were unless you're actually making money off of those particular platforms, what fucking good is it to go talking to people you don't you don't know you don't even um you're never, you're never going to meet. You're being tracked by Google and by um that alien fuck Zuckerberg. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> Yeah, I never heard that one before. I've never seen I've never seen a guy look more like an alien than than Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, I come to think of it, you're right. He's a weird little shit, huh? <laughs> He's a weird looking fuck, boy. <laughs> yeah, he is. Long, yeah, he neck. is. Mm. Ooh. Wow! Wow! Yeah, if there's ever evidence for uh, for the a reptilian Zuckerberg fits the bill, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, what do you reckon? I mean, you're a libertarian. You know, I was I was th- I actually thought about you today when I was, I was uh, they were talking about libertarians and they were talking about you know somebody was a libertarian. He says not until we get a libertarian as president, you know. And I said, oh, who do I know that's a libertarian? And you know. Uh, I was just thinking, if all the Republicans and Democrats got together and and tried to run, I mean, tried to get something put together, you know, where where we get a candidate like a vice president or a president, do you think that could be possible in America? Will it ever be possible to have a third party? Now, no. Uh, Unless that third party is going to be a Judas goat. No. Um, I've always thought of Ron Paul as being the best president we never had. Yeah, agree. agree. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they made 100%. sure that he didn't make his way in there. And then even then, <laughs> as close as he got, he couldn't run as a libertarian. He wouldn't have gotten as close as he did if he ran as a libertarian. He had to That's run right. as a Republican in order That's to have right. a chance at winning. Um, I think the only way it's going to happen is, you know, I think it is possible. As a matter of fact, I think it's probable um, on down the line because I have a feeling that the elect that when another election is stolen, um, mm-hmm. or when it's fraudulent like it is, and yep. people get as people get more and more frustrated with this two-party system. Now you got to remember in 2020, um, it was like a damn near record high of people registering as independent. You know, there's just more and more people are registering as independent and third party now more than ever because they're starting to wake up. They're starting to see the corruption on um, both of these sides and going, you know what? I don't, I don't want any part of it. Um, So I think if that trend continues, then we could very well, you know, see maybe by the end of the decade, you know, maybe maybe not 2024, of course, but maybe 2028. You know, depend you know depending on what happens um, over the next four years, whoever that's selected to be president after tw- uh, after the election of 2024, and what they do, um, I think is very possible, and I would love to see it. Oh. I would. I was saying on a show on. And I think it was uh, Robert's show, or I can't remember which show it was, but I was like, you know, imagine if in 2024, no matter who wins, Donald Trump or Biden, if there's the lowest voter voters that come out, if they win by the lowest amount in, in history, you know, yep. what if 
30% of the country votes independent or third party. And therefore, the yeah. winner only wins by like maybe 30 or 35%. The lowest ever. You know, that's going to send a huge, huge message that people are really getting sick of this duopoly that we have. And it would be an embarrassing win. Yeah, they'd win, but that would be a hell of an embarrassment to only win by less than 35% of the, of the voting population and, and have a, such a huge number uh, voting for whoever the independent candidate is, whoever the libertarian candidate is, whoever the con, um, Constitution Party candidate is, or Green Party, whatever it is. So I encourage it. I'm like, you know what, I don't even care. It doesn't even have to be libertarian. Although libertarians, you know, we have the best chance of being on the ballot in all 50 states. Um, yep. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Vote third party. Vote independent. You know, vote. Get away from this duopoly of Republican and Democrat. The more people that do that and realize that, hey, we can actually make a hell of a lot of difference here. Um, if we actually yeah. start voting our conscience instead of voting for this duopoly and continuing to support it, um, you know, it's the definition of insanity. Look at what the Democrats and Republicans have given us over the last 150 years. Nothing. You know, <laughs> it's, it's been nothing but systematic downgrade of everything, you know, it's, and it's given to us by both of us, the Republicans and the Democrats, both of them. Have, have gotten our country to where it is today, and it is so fucked up. Maybe we should stop feeding that beast. And yeah, we need to yeah. starve that beast and abandon it. Stick it outside and let nature, you know, take its course. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, start feeding, you know, getting getting out of that mentality. I think that, um, and then it, I think it can happen. I think that's the only that's way that right we're going to be that's able to save slogan. this country, but as a matter of fact, is to, because, you know, Donald Trump is not going to save this country in four years. Whatever he does in four years is going to get undone by the next person. You know, even if that next person is a Republican, but they're still an anti-Trumper, um, you know, so, you know, we can't rely on some savior like Trump to think that there, that this one person is going to undo, a, you know, 150 years of damage uh, in yep. four years. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not going to happen exactly. <laughs> you know, but but this affordable, this, 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 these challenges that are coming up. Not even with just just me. Other candidates, too. Has anyone heard any stories on the other candidates that are being challenged and what's going on with them? I mean, because this is going to pop up across the country a lot more. Well, I'm not as optimistic as Ann, but I can give you some good news about that. In Louisiana, the judge overturned the election uh, because it was found that there was, and I get this, election fraud, not just needing a recount of the um of the votes, but a definitive judgment that there was election fraud in Louisiana. So um, I'm, I'm glad about that. I don't know if that's going to spread out throughout the nation, <laughs> whereby they're going to find other other elections to be um, to be fraudulent. But you know, uh, it's yeah, a, it's a yeah. good it's a good spot. Yeah. 
Hello in the chat room, American Statesman. Appreciate you. Donnie C., appreciate you. Uh, Gen X733, I don't know, 7373. I don't know who that is. There was a couple others in there. They dropped out, but... uh, uh, I don't know where the uh, Bring It Boy is or Alaskan, where they are. I don't know. Usually they're here, but our Gunslinger, I don't know where they are. I don't know where they could be. I don't think there's any other shows going on right now. Usually, I see, I try to avoid other people's shows. Like if American States is doing a show, I'm not going to do a show on her night, you know, or or, or Lorianne, I mean, you're doing a show, you know, on your perspective night. I'm not going to do a show right at 9 o'clock when you're doing yours, you know, or Donnie C., you know, we try. We you know we try to have that level of respect yeah. with you know uh, yeah, with each other. You know, separate shows. Yeah, nobody's competing with with you know the ones that we know yeah. in this particular circle. Yeah, nobody's competing yeah. Uh, against the uh, the other. And yeah. that's good. That's good, Joe. Well, that's how it should be. We shouldn't be mm-hmm. trying to cut each other's throats. You know. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's. I know we're, we're podcasters and we're trying to get ratings and whatnot. But still, at the same time, it will it, on Blog Talk's platform. If we have our little clique, our little group of of, of, of political activists here, that uh, pretty much, pretty much all believe the same thing, or fighting for the same thing anyway. You know, we may be going about it different ways. You know what I mean, Joe? Yeah. Um, uh, just to change well, gears, we all believe the same thing. Whether or not they're fighting for it, that's another question. Well, Suzette mentioned you tonight. Uh, she brought up, uh, uh, I guess, uh, something too about you know. I guess she's trying to take carry the torch now, with where she's trying to unite everybody together and uh, ah, bring it. Bring, Very you good. know. So yeah, I think yeah. everyone out there, you know, try to cooperate with Suzette and look. Let's do it. Let's you know. Everyone's trying to do. It. Let's unite together. Like these ideas that everyone has. I mean, it's, nobody's trying to take away your show. Nobody's trying to take away listeners. You know, I think people uniting together. I think Joe's idea was great, the original idea that he had. And uh, go with it, man. We can have a powerful voice. That is what we're trying to do here is have a voice that says something. Now, look, if I'm elected here in North Carolina, I'm going to tell you right now, with what they just pulled and how they wrote the articles up now and how it's going, uh they just helped me, basically. They helped me. And like you said, Joe, I can use this thing and spin it against them because oh, now you it's, can it's use really it, don't you? Yeah. They're exposed. They've been exposed now. You know, I mean their candidate, why you know <laughs> we know who the establishment guy is now, and now we know who the the guy the grassroots guy is now. You know, who's who's a fight for the people. You know, so I'm fighting for the people. So let's let's you know let's do this, you know. And like I said, the people that did send out emails and to help me out and support, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm sure it made a difference. It surely did. Um, I could tell that that they were obviously distracted because they were contacted. I could tell when someone's you know you know, you just get that vibe that feeling when you know look like they know something you don't know. You know what I mean? So, to yeah. those of you that reached out, you know, those of you that reached out and went, ding, hit him upside the head with the bell, that, thank you. That's great. We need to continue on with that type of stuff, man. Continue on with the fight. That's great. That's great because we can make a difference. We really can. Yeah, you've got uh, a lot of arrows in your quiver that you can use. So, you need yeah. a good lawyer that you can trust, and you need um, a good campaign manager, as I've told you before. So, yeah. uh, you know, 
we're, we're we're getting there, Joe. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're 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 we're, we're this uh, this primary is the key. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. The news media pointed out something very interesting in an article that they wrote yesterday about me. That really, whoever wins this primary has a clear shot at the uh, general election. It is really unstoppable because there's nobody up against us after this primary. So I got one guy to beat. That's it. And and and, and I'll tell you right now, the seat is pretty much mine. Unless somebody rises up to, as an independent or something and tries to challenge me, you know. Hmm. So I'm thinking, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, I could be in there. I could really be in there. So, uh, and 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 we can make a difference. Restore this. We restore our republic, the constitution, obey the constitution, and uh, uh, and of course, no casino. We don't want the casino here. We don't want that dirty money. Uh, and uh, make a difference. And and look, we got a good governor too. He's running for governor. Mark Rob, uh, 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 Robinson there, he's uh, a good guy. Uh, he, um, he's, run, he's lieutenant governor right now, so he's running for governor. And uh, because uh, the other guy, he can't uh, run again, term limits. So he, he can't run again. Kind of, they won't let him run. So uh, we get Mark Robinson in there. I've spoken to Mark Robinson a couple times, and, he's on, and I'm connected with him on social media. Personally, so uh, you know, I had a good, good good relationship with the governor here in North Carolina. We can get things done. We can make a change that can spread to other states. You know, we could be a a, a model. Uh, uh, you know, the, that beacon of light of freedom that that could be an example for other states to uh, follow suit. Say, hey, look at North Carolina. You know, they're running according to the Constitution. They've restored the republic. You know, we can have something that can really spread here across the country. It can happen, people. I mean, it's it's the 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 the, the foundation has been laid down. You know, the 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 the, the roots have been uh, planted. So it's up to us to you know to 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 water that tree of liberty. You know, and uh, we can do this. Can be done. Uh, I've been helping Mark Robinson campaign. Not much of nothing, really, but representing in parades at Christmas time, sending out texts and emails, that kind of stuff. And I'll do the same for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, 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 I'm to get your phone number. I that one. I get your phone number in the past. I may have, and I may. Have, I apologize if I did and I didn't get it. Uh, send me a message privately in the chat there if you want, and. Uh, I'll send you my number or whatever. We can exchange numbers. Yeah, I can use uh, any, any help you. Matter of fact, the signs are going to be coming in. Um, I think on the 14th next week. My signs, all my signs, my new signs. So uh, I have to put up a lot of signs. Pound, uh, you know. I want when people are driving down the road. I want them to see my name. You know, I want them to see. That's very, very important. I want them to see my name. When they turn the corner. I want them to see my name. They pull in their driveway at home. I want them to see my name. You know, that's it's very, very important. So, uh, this, uh, well, I think I lost Joe there. I think he dropped out. So, um, anybody else here? Press number one. If you want to jump in here? Jump into conversation. Um, I don't know any questions about the first story there. I told you about the attack there, the stabbing. I'm scared to do some uh, checking on my computers. I want to get disconnected. Um, anybody have any questions about that uh, murder attempt on my life? Uh, there's Joe. He's back connected again. Uh, go ahead, Joe. Well, I got disconnected, so I just called back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see. I see. Okay, I see this guy uh, in the chat room too. His number there. 
Okay, yeah. Don't put your number in the chat room. Don't do that. <laughs> you, know, you don't know who the hell's listening and watching out there. What, what troll maggots out there? Yeah, ten. I remember. Yeah, the area code. I remember that area code now. But I, you know, how many numbers I write down every day. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I must have misplaced your number. Um, Lori Ann, you know, real quick here, in case we get disconnected again and we start getting ready to wrap it up, just want to plug your show real quick. Is you still there? Sure. Um, Lucifer yeah, Libertarian with Lori Ann right here on Blog Talk. Um, Sunday sure. night, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I think it was a great show on Sunday night, uh, this past Sunday, so hopefully we will have another great show this Sunday. Um, this is Libertarian with Lorianne. You can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter. You can find me. Thanks for letting me do the plug. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, connect uh, this caller here. This might be, I think I know who this might be. Go ahead, 314. Hey, Joe Gibson, how you doing? Ah, there he is. It's I got that recognized number. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing fine. Hey, Montana Joe, you talking about the election in Candle County? They counted the mail-in ballots. They didn't want to count all the ballots. And it goes along with the idea that the Secretary of State don't want to go to paper ballots like we used to have, and that's the only thing I think that would assure a transparent election. But what happened in that tie election between those two sheriffs, the Democrat and the Republican, is that what they'd done, the commissioner, they counted mail-in ballots. They wouldn't count. They have no way to count all the electronic ballots. That's what they said. There's no way to count them. There's no way to audit them. And that's something we need to get rid of, I think. And yeah, I agree. Look at that and bring that into the forefront, wherever they are, because if not, you're going to continue to have elections just like 2020. If Trump get $200 million, Joe Biden would get $200 million plus one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What do you guys think about that, Joe, uh, Lorianne? Joe, Lorianne, still there? Yes, you were there. <laughs> I guess they were there. They, uh, yeah, I'm I don't still know here. You... Oh, okay, Just go ahead. Just for my phone because my dog was barking her brains out at the uh, neighbors, you know. The neighbors are coming home. Mama, we're yeah, yeah. What do you think about what he just said there about the ballot thing? What do you think he just said about that, his idea about getting rid of that? Because I agree with him 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. I think that part of me says let it happen because if Biden wins again, it's going to be even more obvious than in 2020, the fraud. Um, I think that, you know, we saw, we saw the fraud that's been denied over and over again, and if there was a repeat of that, it's going to be even more glaringly obvious, especially – the closer it is, like Pianchi said, you know, um, 80 million plus one, you know, if it's that close, um, especially it's just going to reek of fraud. It's going to be like, yeah, no way, no way. Um, 
I don't think even Democrats, I don't think would be able to continue to deny it because there's so many Democrats that are absolutely like no way to Biden, you know, that, that they've been completely sickened by Biden's performance too. Um, the Democrats that made a vote might have voted for him the first time. I don't think they're going. To, a lot of them are going to do so again because it's affecting them. You know, um, yeah. they might be part of the many people. Um, the the eighteen percent higher rate of bankruptcies in twenty twenty three, and it's projected that it'll surpass that this year. You know, those Democrats might be part of that, you know, 18% going out, you know, under Biden, I had to declare bankruptcy, you know, because the economy is so bad. Um, yeah. So it's part of me says, go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? Make it so glaringly yeah. obvious how fraudulent it is that maybe, just maybe, that list of election integrity laws that we that we produced, you know, might actually, some of that stuff might actually start to happen. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting perspective there, what you just said. Let it happen. Let let them hang themselves. You know, let that, let, let, let the exposure just happen. Let it bluntly happen so much that even the blind, the deaf, dumb, blind people out there can't deny it. Well, I don't know. I don't think anything gets through with some of these people, but... You know, but but yeah, but the one sitting on the fence, maybe that'll be what we need to swing, you know, to expose the corruption. You know, just let it happen again. The 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 point blunt, the blunt lies, the the just flat out, you can't deny it anymore. I mean, I mean, I, maybe that's that's interesting. That's a interesting take. Um, but if you but well, yeah, want to take that I also chance, think that public, after twenty twenty, there are way more eyes on it. People, the people that exposed the fraud in 2020 uh, will do so again, but there's going to be even more people watching, you know, Um, more people have, you know, it's like 2020 was like red alert 2024. I think there's going to be so many people that want to watch the polls so many people that like they want to witness the counting of ballots. They more people are going to be videoing it, more you know personally. Um, more people are going to be documenting and reporting on the fraud that they see than we saw in 2020. So yeah, it'll be even more undeniable the more people that are watching with a critical eye to yeah, spot anything in, and well, everything that's yeah. abnormal. Pianke and people like me, we're, we don't have time to waste. We're tired of wasting time. You know, we want to see we want to see this mess cleaned up already. You know, we want this done with. You know, it's time it's time. You know that this republic get restored. It's it's, it's it's go time. There is no tomorrow. You know, there is no more tomorrow. That's it. Today, forever. Tomorrow. You know, that's it. You know, yesterday's gone forever. Let's start a new day. You know, I mean, how many, how much, I, mean, I get what you're saying. I, in a way, I kind of agree with you. But in another way, I kind of like what Pianchi is saying, kind of like, you know, hey, enough is enough, man. You know, let's go already. We, you know, our children, a future are at stake here. You know, I'm sick and tired of this crap. You know, I don't want to do another four years of Joe Biden. I don't want to do another four years of watching this country get ripped to shreds. And I don't think we got enough foundation left. 
to stand upon. I think we're all done. You know, I don't think there is, like I said, there is no more tomorrows. You know, we'll hold off any longer. You know, I mean, I just, I'm fed up. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm dumping everything I got into my campaign, right? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm there. You know, is there's for me? Is that's it? There's nothing else. I'm all in. You know, everything's going. I got, uh, I got good supporters out there. I dumped a lot of money. You know, so I've got, you know, that's it. There's no excuse. I've got, you know, hitting the pavement, campaigning. That's it. The, the ads, the signs, the direct mailing. Uh, you know, the only thing I got left to do now is to do the direct phone calls. You know, start calling people. And, uh, you know, and, and, and it's up to the voter. The voters make the mistake in my district and let this guy again who's done nothing, who has done nothing. He was police chief. He was county commissioner. He's been state representative. And nothing has changed for the better in our county, our district, our state. In fact, it's gotten worse. So you're out. You know, the people have got to send them home. They have to. There's no, you know, that's just the way it's got to be. I mean, it's just like the presidency. It's like the Trump and everything. You know, look, Biden, look, we know this guy can't be president of this corporation anymore. This guy is, is off the chain, off the hook. He, he's incompetent. He cannot run this country. We can't take, we can't have another four years of this miserable crackpot. This is an idiot. You know, well, I mean, what, what's the alternative? You know, I mean, our children's lives are at stake. I mean, this is how important this 2024 election is. This is how important. I mean, it's go time. Uh, I mean, I just don't know. I, I, I need my yes man up here, Sarge. I need Sarge up here to, to, to pound these Democrats. Where's Sarge at? You know, because he could dig. He, he can go on for hours on about what the screw ups these people are doing. They're just destroying. This oh, I know. I hear you. You know, and I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? There's, I, like I said, there's only a part of me that hopes it happens. You know, because yeah. it'll be so glaringly obvious. Um, you know, they'll get caught in the act more and more and stuff. That's that one part of me. And the other part of me is, is where you're at, um, where we're just fed up. You know, we can't yeah. afford another four years of Biden. We can't afford to continue this cycle. And I think you bring out a good point that it's really not for us. It is for the future generation, the future generation that has no clue you know these these young voters out there. You know they they were they were born after nine eleven. You know <laughs> they didn't experience it, and they have they yeah. don't have the perspective that we do, seeing what's happened to this country, most especially since nine eleven, and yep. we're the ones that have to start educating them. And we need to point out the fact that that. This youngest generation, this new generation of young adults and voters, they are being robbed. You know, they are being robbed of their wealth. You know, they yep. they are earning the they are earning more income in their age group, but yet have the least amount of wealth. And we have to point that out to them. Their futures depend on what happens now, because their yeah. futures are already being ripped away from them where, you know, the concept of buying a home is going to become more and more foreign to them. 
you know, what, what person, you know, in how many people in their early 20s or mid-20s can even think about buying a home for a, even a modest home for $450,000, you know, just a modest three-bedroom, you know, two-bath, normal house. I mean, my house here that I bought only eight years ago for 200000 was estimated at 425 you know, there's no way I would be able to afford to buy a house right now. What do you think is? What do you think the future of our of these young voters that are just coming out? They're going to graduate college. They're going to start getting jobs, and you know, they might get a high-paying job and still not be able to afford even think about buying a house. You know, that dream well, that, there, that dream might not ever happen. And so we need to, to be reaching Union, out to them, Lord. going, "Hey, you know, wake up! Your future is at stake here." And that's why we're doing this. Yeah, the cloud over your head, Laura. If you ever move out of that house and go to buy another one, you have to pay probably six or seven hundred thousand. That's what the, the the issue is. And the taxes—they just want to raise taxes. Could you imagine how well off we would be if we kept our, these excessive taxes in our pockets? And this aid that's going all around the world these fictitious-looking wars in the Mideast and also in Ukraine is nothing more than a boomerang, a boomerang that comes back into the backside of these political campaigns of some of these politicians. This stuff has still got yeah. completely out of control. Yeah. And, uh, and what just happened to you, Joe uh, yep. Gibson? I listen, you experienced by no other name, but it was racist what you experienced. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it was. It's racist. It has nothing to do with the skit. It's about the act, the act that was portrayed upon you, the stipulations that they're bringing forth, which is totally ridiculous, is racism. Yeah, you're right. You're right. As much as I don't like using that card, <laughs> but, but if, if, if shoe fits, wear it. Here's, here it is right here. Here's the Diane Parnell's challenge uh, Challenge right here. It says, this matter came on for a hearing at the January 3rd, 2024 special session of Rockingham County Board of Elections to consider the challenge of candidate Joseph Allen Gibson III by the challenger Diane Parnell. All witnesses were sworn and provided oral and written testimony in accordance with the North Carolina General Statute, Section 168-86, which Evidence and testimony was reviewed and considered by the board. Joseph Allen Gibson III was provided notice of his hearing and failed to appear. No, I was never given notice of the hearing. That's a flat-out lie. And uh, so that's a flat-out lie. Uh, Based on the evidence and testimony presented, the board finds the following facts. This is what they say. The candidate was convicted of a felony in the state of Connecticut and has not presented evidence that his rights have been restored under Chapter 13 of North Carolina General Statutes. The candidate received notice of the hearing and failed to appear. Based on the foregoing summary of facts, the Rockingham County Board of Elections, by motion made and second vote, second voted unanimously to uphold the challenge and disqualify Joseph Allen Gibson from running for office in North Carolina House of Representatives, District 65. <laughs> they violated my rights. The chair, the facts. Well, what facts? They were supposed. They, they should have sent you a notification that had to be signed receipt. What did exactly. they say about? It? Just a damn exactly. envelope in the mailbox. They didn't send me nothing. They didn't send me nothing. 
I got a phone call from the Board of Elections lady on December 23rd, the day before Christmas Eve. She said, there's been a challenge to your candidacy. We'll let you know when the hearing is. Now, you know I'm not a stupid guy, you know, So and why would I not, you know, why would I, you know, say, well, you know, why would I not, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't they have notified me when the hearing was? It just doesn't make sense. And why wouldn't they have my mailing address? Why wouldn't they send me a sign, like you said, where I got a sign for it? Notice in the mail. Why would they, you know, why wouldn't they do that? So that's a crock of crap. I was never notified of no hearing date. They pulled the old okie doke on me thinking that I wouldn't make an issue out of it. I was too stupid to appeal it, you know? No. So that's a bunch of well, more. And then number two, you, go ahead. Forward you a due process as simple as that. That's you run right. for a political it, office yeah. in North Carolina, not Connecticut. I don't know what North exactly. Carolina Constitution talks about. <laughs> but hell, you 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 just do with with Connecticut. What exactly. does it have to do with North Carolina? It's yeah. not a federal office. Yeah, yeah, I know. And number two, and yeah, that's a good point. And number two, uh, uh, it says I have to provide. Um, uh, notification that my rights have been restored. Under North Connecticut Statute 96-4, uh, I believe it is. I've got written down in my in the in the appeal, but I think it's 96. Under Connecticut law, when you discharge your sentence, complete your sentence, your rights are automatically restored to vote and run for office. Automatic. The, the individual lost his rights doesn't have to do anything. It's state law, okay? So they violated Connecticut state law by removing my name off that ballot. That, that's what they've done, okay? But they haven't removed it yet, okay? So it's, it's still on there, and they're not going to remove it, I don't think. I mean, they'd be, they would, if they remove my name off that ballot, they violated my rights. They violated my rights, my God-given rights. Okay, and they violated Connecticut statute and North Carolina statute because North Carolina general statute says the same thing. Basically, it's Connecticut. This is under the second chance laws that where where the statute says that your rights are if once you like if I got uh, sentenced to nine months probation, once I'm done with that probation that sentence, my rights are automatically restored. I don't have to go get a pardon. I don't have to apply for anything. They're automatic. That's what the statute says. So tell me, Pianke. Do they violate my rights? Yes, it was racist, like you said. It's wrong for them to do that. They don't want you got damn right from what I hear. You damn yeah. right from what I hear. They did truth. violate your rights. Yeah, you know. I and have then, they know, then, then you supposed to you supposed <laughs> to be afforded due process, which is constitutional, and they don't send yeah. you a signed receipt of receipt of receiving the notice. In the mail, yep. they don't even send that. Yeah. So, yeah. so how did they process you with a letter notifying you that you're supposed to show up to a hearing? Word yeah. of mouth or some damn thing? Yeah, I know, right? A chicken? They sent a chicken down the road or something, or you know, or a, a dove? One of those uh, messengers, messaging doves? You know, here go, send it up. You know, maybe he'll get it. You know, what, what the hell's wrong with these people? Where they live in? Stone Age? You know, get the hell out of here. And I got a campaign committee. They got all my contact information. They know where I live. Come on. You know, 
They know where I live. They can send a sheriff out here. You know, they they know exactly where I live. They know everything. They're full of blowing. What it is, Bianca, is I'm standing up fighting against that casino issue, amongst other things for my county, and we need to shut this guy up. That's what it is. It's so self-evident, it's not even funny. A, a, a blind guy with a C&I dog can see it just fine. You know, these people are nuts. If they think I'm going to go away like that, I will not lay down. I will stand up and fight, and I'm going to stand up for the people in my county. And the people in my county, you know how many phone calls I've received of support from people in my county saying, what they've done to you is wrong. They're like, look, we don't care what you did, you know, 32 years ago. That's irrelevant, you know. has nothing to do with anything. You know, if anything, like Lorraine said, it makes me more qualified to understand the corruption and evil doings of how these people operate. And this, and that's the fact, a fact is, it sounds like some damn ghetto politics to me. They, yeah. If you have a hearing that you weren't notified of beforehand, it was decided on the date of the hearing. Well, once that date has been established, they should have notified you with a, with a signed receipt letter, something that whoever right. received it had to sign for it. To make sure yep. that you know that it got delivered. Oh, the sheriff yeah. could have brought it out to you. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, huh? <laughs> it's just crazy. That and Bianchi, how they do things here. That's how they operate. And that's how they operate around the country. That's how exactly Hell, how even, they stick it to you. Even if you notify the owner that their damn grass is too high. You send them a signed receipt letter so they can prove that they receive it. Then you, if they don't respond, then you go ahead and, and take it <laughs> to the next step. That's right. They denied you of due process. That's your Fourteenth right. Amendment sustainative procedure due process. It's listed in court. They denied you of it. And and now the state board hears my appeal and they send it back to the county board. They remanded it back to the county board. <laughs> to to have another evidentiary evidentiary hearing, you know, to to fix it. I guess you could say fix the mess that they created, because now they're gonna have to say, well, we notified them, you know. <laughs> oh man, I got them, I got them, I got them. Like you said, they violated my rights, my due process rights. There's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, you you can't do that. I can't have a hearing against Bianca, and I don't let them know when the hearing is. You know, it just doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> what a bunch of kangaroo court nonsense. And this is how they do it in the criminal courts. This is how they do it in the traffic courts. That's how they do it in the family courts. That's how they do it all across this country. That's how insurance does it. This is the backwards, backstabbing system that we have, and we need to clean it up. We got to clean it up. We got to stop it. You know, and look what they're doing to Trump. Look what they're doing to other people. Look, and and then this is nothing new, Pianchi or everyone else. They've been, how long have we heard stories on how corrupt the system is? There's no trust in the system no more. And number two, this felony conviction thing, they are sending a dangerous message. Okay, we already know across this country we have BLM. We've got these people burning down cities. Because they don't have, because they can't stand the system, they can't trust the system, and I see that. And and you, know, and you got to agree. Look, this is how the system operates. Do as I say, but don't do as I do. You know, 
How much more can we take as a people? You know, we're supposed to be a country of laws, due process. We're supposed to have rights here. That we're, we're supposed to have a law that we follow, a process, the Bill of Rights. But we're not doing that, are we? You know, so what do you do? What's the repercussion? If they won't even let you run for office or vote to change the system, what's left, folks? What's left? You know, how do you change the system then? How do you fight? Peacefully and lawfully, what do you do? I mean, where do you draw the line, folks? I mean, people should be angered and upset. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of phone calls of support and everything, but I was hoping I'd get some phone calls saying, man, I'm pissed off what they've done to you. I'm angry, you know, because they could do that to me. You know, they, you know we, we do this to one American. You've done it to all of us. We've got to stop this. We've got to. Oh, man, I tell you, I'm fired up now. Let me tell you. And I'm going to ask the people out there listening right now, my hearing is set for uh, uh, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. back at the County Board of Elections. I got to present my evidence again, okay? I say contact the County Board of Elections tomorrow morning. Email them or email them tonight and, and tell them how disgusted you are and what they're trying to do. You know, look, I, gotta be, I need to be out campaigning tomorrow. I need to be out doing work in the phones. I need to be working on my campaign, not going to, to a county board hearing to, 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 to defend a bunch of nonsense, defend myself against a bunch of nonsense. You know, I just told you the story, what happened to me anyway. It's crazy. It's insane. You know, and it's got to be cleaned up. We've got to restore our republic. I mean, how much farther can we be pushed as a people? You know, and I'm not advocating anybody do anything wrong. I'm saying we still got the law there. This law is still there. What's left of it? Oh, Lord. Well, anybody uh, want to comment or uh, call in and do it now? Cause we're going to be starting getting ready to wrap it up here. Uh, anybody wants to talk or got my comments they want to make? I had a full board. I don't know if they hung up on you or what. I don't know what happened, but um, I've had... My my phone calls kind of dwindled there down. I got about six or seven of you on there. So anybody who wants to press one, do it now and uh, make your comments. Make your comments and uh, about the situation at hand, but facing me or, or well, what's going on in your state? <clears throat> anything going on um, in your state? Um, anything you guys want to bring up? Here's your chance right here. Uh, yes. Uh, um, the, uh, I got your number. I got wrote it down. I got the number. So I got right here. I wrote it down. I saw where you called in and let me give you time to uh, write it down. So I'll give you a call after the show maybe because I can use uh, any uh, help I can get, obviously. I would never turn away help. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, like I said, I had a couple good co- uh, contributions come in the past couple weeks for my campaign. I got one guy uh, donated 1200 bucks. Another guy uh, put up uh, 3000 so uh, three thousand gave me a check for three grand, man. So uh, you know, hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. You know, that's what it takes. Hey, money. did you get? You got, did you get yeah. those phone numbers to Sarge? I told him to get them to me because I'm going to call those offices. If he, yeah, Sarge has them. Yeah, Sarge has them. Yes. 
So I'll right, I'll check with yeah. you. I'll let yep. you know what, you what, what the outcome Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, well, yeah, state board. Well, he has a state board. I don't think he has a county. I don't think he has a county because uh, uh, now I'm back at the county level. But uh, uh, real quick here, uh, Gen X733, I got your number. I, I wrote it down, so just wanted to let you know I got it. Sorry, we just joined back in. Um, yeah, Pianchi, I'll see if I can get a hold of Sarge and uh, get him the county uh, board because the county board is uh, – uh, what did you say? Make sure your state is not part of the COS. What's that? What's COS, everyone? What's uh, the American states? Oh, uh, that's the convention of states, which Pianchi is very oh, yeah, familiar yeah, with. Yeah. Convention of states. Yeah, Pianchi supports the convention of states. Hang on, let me take this phone call here. Seven zero four. Go ahead, there, partner. What's up, buddy? How are you doing? How you been doing? Man, you know. Busy, busy. You know how life is. You, you, you heard what they've been doing to me, huh? Yeah, yeah, that, man. Imagine that, huh? Yeah, I, I wish that. Mark Robinson, the lieutenant governor, would speak up and say something about it. To be honest with you, What's, they're violating me. my I'm rights. Gonna, I'll e- I'm going to email the office in the morning and 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 let them know uh, exactly what I heard and where I heard it from, and see what All see right. if there's any response. Yeah, I sure will. Because, you know, if he, yeah, because he's got to stay going. Look, man, you know, if we're going to be putting our trust in him too, you know, for governor, you know, he's got to, you know, he's right. lieutenant governor now, you know, fight for the people, brother, I, you know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I'll, I'll volunteer for you. Do whatever you need me to do. Same way, man, because I believe in your campaign. I believe in you, sir. So, uh, well, thank you. I appreciate do. that. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I will definitely contact you. I promise. Uh, you know, and we'll talk. I'll find out exactly what area you're from, and we'll meet up and uh, get something. I got a couple Sounds other people, great, too. You know, I got signs next week I got to get start putting out. So, yeah, man. And and I heard you talking about the Board of Elections. You know, I work for them, uh, you know, uh-huh. when it's election time, have been for a long yep. time. So that's why I wanted to know uh, if you want me to get a hold of, you know, your, in your county or this, the state <laughs> office or what, you know. So. Yeah, the county, the county but, board, Rockingham County, right now. The state board, I've already appealed my thing and I won, won my appeal. But uh, let me ask you a question while I got you on the phone. Then, what's the sign uh, proceed, the sign laws? Uh, do you know, because I know we have to wait till the first absent, uh, first mail-in voting uh, goes out, right? Before we can start putting up the signs, right by the wall, right? Right, right. And then, yeah, uh, but they they should they should send you an email saying that it's it's. Time and uh, if, if, time for signing. I'm gonna make sure you're on the email list once you're uh, you know, once you're in. Now, I'm, you yeah, know, you're yeah, them, okay. you know, they know that you're running for sure. I'll uh, oh, I'll yeah, make sure your emails and information's in their system so you'll uh, be able to, yeah, definitely. No, get, my email's on it, yeah, no, my email's, yeah, no, it's on the system, it's on the state board of elections website. My my name is on the ballot right now. My name is on the ballot, so it's there. Okay. So I'm I'm okay. yeah I'm all ready. Everything's all set. It's just I got somebody trying to get me off the ballot. You know they're trying to get me right, removed yeah, from the yeah. ballot. <laughs> yeah, I remember so, you talking about that, and you know. Yeah. But you did you're doing the right thing, man. They're gonna try to anytime you're doing good, they're gonna try to get rid of you as quick as they can. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're making a difference or you're a threat to their establishment. They got to try to get rid of you. That's the key. You just said it right there. So obviously you're making a difference, you know? All doing our own separate things. We need to stick together. Yeah. They can't, they can't yeah. lock us all up. Yeah. 
We've got to fight together, man. Yeah, that's the key. We've got to stick that, together. That's, that's why it's so important. These podcast shows, our voices, uh, uh, activism together. I know some of us are in different states and we're far away, but still we can network together. I mean, I mean, that's how everyone communicates anyway today, you know, is networking right. together. That's how he's done. I tell people all the time that there's power in numbers. You don't need balance. You just need numbers. Yep. And, and, and that's, that's what it is, power in the people. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if uh, people hear your story. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying, people need yeah. to hear your story, man. You know, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's 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 most definite. I mean, I'm all over the news media here. I'm, have you seen my story in the news media? Yeah, I mean, I'm all over the I'm, media. I've, I've seen some of it on the on, on social. I mean, on the internet. I looked it up. I keep tabs. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, everybody, uh, closing thoughts to tonight's podcast. Uh, um, We'll go down the line here with a couple people I got on line left here. Joe bounced out of here. Usually he doesn't hang around too long anyway, Joe. Joe uh, Montana there. Uh, <clears throat> maybe Yellowstone got him. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lorianne, any closing thoughts to tonight's podcast real quick? I'm going to start getting ready to wrap it up. I got a busy night anyway. Like I said, I got to get my paperwork together. Uh, I got that hearing in the morning at 9 a.m., so I will be there. Um, and, uh, I, it, it's go time. I mean, if they, if they asked to remove, yeah, say a prayer for the USA and, they, and the world, yeah. If they, if they remove me off the ballot, they violate my rights uh, all day long. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they, I've done nothing wrong. So they, they, there's nothing they could do to get my name off that ballot. I mean, a, a conviction, a, a felony conviction from 32 years ago does not disqualify me from being running for public office. I hate to break it to everybody out there who who may be against me or or anyone who's against uh, anyone with a record. Uh, you know, that's the most foolish thing I've ever heard of in my life. And nonviolent crime too, you know, I mean and and really my crimes was entangled with the government. I was working undercover. You know, and that's that's why my that's what really freaks me out is that this is see, that was sealed stuff. That was expunged, sealed by a federal court, you know, how they dug that up and are able to use it against me is, 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 is violating the law itself, that too, you know? I mean, uh, you once I win, yeah, once I win, yeah, once I win, I'm going to look into getting a lawyer possibly and, uh, and uh, going after these people in their individual and official capacities and uh, suing the hell out of them, you know? File a USC 1983, get an injunction against them. I don't know. I'll do something. You know, uh, it just, it's just time-consuming, you know, drafting it up, filing it, and and litigating it. But, uh, yeah, um, I'll go after them. I assure you of that. <laughs> and I get my voice back, too. Uh, I mean, I just weeks and weeks, man, it's this, this sickness. I've, been, I've, been, I've had this respiratory illness. It's really, really knocked me down. I mean, uh, well, just remember, it's, you can't do it all by yourself. So anytime yeah, you get anybody yeah. wants to help, get give them doing something, you know. So yeah, you just gotta yeah. I mean, yeah, so, of course. Yeah, I mean, there's no help. way it can't be done by yourself. It's impossible, you know. Especially to uh, to unseat an incumbent, you know. Uh, but the, but the community doesn't want them. They they're angry. He they, he backstabbed. He, he lied to the voters. He lied. 
you know, and he's getting money from the for the dark money. He's getting his, his corruption. You know, how could the people want him back in there? Yeah, yeah, the people don't want him back in there. They don't. So all they need to do is know my name and get out there on primary day and check that box, Joseph Gibson, and that's it. This guy goes home, and it's smooth sailing. I'll be a representative for you in the state of North Carolina, you know, and we'll make a difference. That's right. So One person at a time, can. We yeah. can do it, man. Yeah. I'm, I got you back anyway. Any way you need it, man. So you just I let me know. appreciate that. And uh, Donnie C, thank you. Uh, uh, I appreciate you listening to checking in, uh, Donnie there. Um, and he does a show too on uh, Saturday night there. So uh, Donnie C, check him out. Uh, Lorianne, any last words? Are you still there? Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to be interested to see what happens tomorrow. Um, hopefully. Things will go your way. I'll definitely be wanting to hear about it um, to see what happens. And I think that, um, like we said before, I mean, this isn't just about you. And it and it actually isn't just about your rights being violated running for office. It is violation of the rights of voters. They are taking uh, yeah. away the voters' right to decide if, they support you and vote for you or not. It's really about the voters' right in your district, and they're trying to That's take right. that away, their their option away from them. Um, and I think that that's the even more important part. It's like the yeah. the Secretary of State and the party locally there thinks that the voters are too stupid. You know, the voters can't be trusted. So they need to take you away as an option for them for their own good, supposedly. Right. Um, and that's, that's what's wrong with the whole scenario. It's, it's, it's just, it's beyond just you, you know, it, it is, it is, this is, this is how they operate. This is how they keep good people off the ballot and take away the rights of the voters to decide for themselves. Yeah. And if we did that, they'd put us in prison. What's that? I didn't hear what you said. I said if we play, if we did it the way they did it, they'd put us in prison, but they think they can yeah. get away with it. That's the problem. we got to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's something that, we we we've got to. I mean, the fight it, it's here. The fight is here at our doorstep, and we've got to do what we got to do, and uh, and we can't give up. Exactly. We can't uh, give in, and uh, you know it's it's. I mean, I just don't know what else to say or or how else to express myself to the people out there to, uh, on this particular issue, and how important it is of uh, of what needs to be done. Um, I mean, we've we've got to, we've got to, we've got to do our part, all of us. I mean, everyone, no matter what it is, everything that we do, or or, or from this point on, don't look back. That's why you know I don't I don't know what inspiration I could give you, the people out there, to uh, to get involved more. You know, to uh, to just 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 do your part, man. Whatever it is, because everybody plays a part. Everybody has a part right. in this. 
Uh, let me take another phone call. Nine zero seven, waiting here. Uh, let's see what they got. What's on their mind? Nine zero seven, go ahead. Hey Joe, this is Boyd up in Alaska. Uh, actually, I just called in because I got in at, on the end of the show. I had to go out and run some errands, so I missed quite a bit of it. Ah, uh, yeah, you missed a good one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I, figured, okay. I, I, I figured I'd I figured I'd get in for the bonus hour. No, no, we, we're going to be getting ready to wrap it up here unless I get some, uh, yeah, I've got uh, too much. I mean, I was getting ready to wrap it up, to be honest with you. Uh, unless there's another oh. show on after me, uh, um, I don't think I'll go into the bonus hour. Uh, I don't know. What is, that? What is a bonus hour anyway? I, I've never done a bonus hour. What is a bonus hour? Uh, Mom, know? That's, well. a, that's a part of the show recording <clears throat> um, where we stay on. Uh, but only people that are currently dialed in can go in, can continue to talk or participate in it. Um, oh, so, okay. Yeah, so even though you're live for two hours, uh, the bonus hour is that third hour that's part of the show recording. But the, like gotcha. I said, the only people that yeah. can participate in it are people that are actually dialed into the switchboard um, after two hours if you're listening online. Uh, it cuts off and ends, but um, and then but the third hour will continue um, so long as you don't end the show with whoever's on the switchboard, and it will be part of the show recording for people to listen to later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that was a good explanation of the bonus hour. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hear you guys say that a yeah. lot. The bonus hour and everything. I just I don't. I don't ever really, you know, pay too much attention. <laughs> what were you were saying, boy. Well, yeah, anyway, um, I just want to uh, congratulate you on, on your minor victory that you've got that I saw yeah. the other day. So, Oh, you read that article, I, I was right? Hoping, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was hoping to have been able to be on the show, so I guess I'll have to listen to it on the podcast <laughs> about the rest of it. But uh, I yeah, figured I'd I get yeah, in just to be yeah. able to... Just in case we I got go a big day tomorrow, and we continue, and we continue yeah, talking well, we can about it. Yeah, we go a little it. bit over. We can go a little bit over. I'm still okay. feeling a little under the weather, but you know. But uh, at the same time, uh, you know, I wish a couple others, uh, others. I don't know where Gunslinger is or anybody else. They usually are here. You know, I, I'll give you guys the floor to talk. I mean, you know, I mean, it's your show. I mean, but I, you know, you guys are the one. Me, I, you know, I like to listen to everybody else talk. I mean, if I got a subject, I mean, I told my little story about getting stabbed and everything. So that was a, I guess, uh, I don't, I don't really want to relive that uh, again. But uh, you know, but that's one of the reasons why they, trying, they're kicking me off the ballot because I was a victim of a crime. You know, <laughs> that's basically what it is. I'm a victim of a crime. I'm getting kicked off the ballot. <laughs> Insane, yeah. insane. I'm trying to get my Facebook up here because I did a video I wanted to play for everybody, but I can't get the damn video up now. Nothing's working right tonight. We had some bad weather here in North Carolina, folks. The tornadoes. I mean, it was bad. So it, it was, it was, it was bad. Still a little windy. A few people lost their lives. Yeah. Well, it's still bad. They say it's th- thunderstorms. I guess they're getting it up north now. So uh, you know, but uh, yes, bunker down, man. Bunker down. You know, when the computer don't work right, nothing works right. I can tell you that right now. But, um, yeah, um, 
yard signs. I'm going to be getting yard signs up, uh, putting those up. So uh, that and the direct mail. Everyone says direct mail. I, I don't know about the direct mail too much. What do you, what, you know, what, what, as, as a voter, guys out there, I mean, you guys, you know, what do you think about direct mailing? I don't, I don't know. I don't particularly care for direct mail too much when I get them in the mail. You know, a candidate so mails you that postcard. The key is yeah. for people to remember yeah. your name, you know, to get your name. Yeah. So when they get there and they're voting, that name will pop out at them. Okay. You know, okay. That's the that's key good about, advice. You know, making every you know in your district, people keep seeing your name, keep hearing it. Because when it comes voting yeah. time, you're standing there looking at it, and you're going to go with the person you know majority of the time. You know? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and that makes sense. That makes sense in a way. You know, because I remember when I when I go vote, you know, if I don't recognize the name, you're right. That guy could lose a vote, you know. You're, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I'm trying to get this, uh, trying to find this video up here for you guys. Uh, it's a pretty good video, actually. Um, uh, I, I, yesterday I played it, and I wanted to play it for, for my show, and I can't find a damn thing now. Oh, man. It was a good video, too. Um, is is, that, is, is that, that the one, Robert? Ball. What's that? No, I was say, is that the, is, oh, it's not Roberts then. No, not Roberts. No, I don't know where is Roberts' video. Where Roberts' video? Didn't he have? He had a video, right? I mean, I this might be it right here. Well, he said he said he he did a he did a bit of a video and he played it for us and we critiqued it uh, the other night. You know, saying that. Uh, he needs to. I, th- I think it. I think his video came out to something like forty-seven seconds or something like that. We critiqued it and said he needs to add more to the video uh, to get it to like fifty-eight seconds or something like that, or and and then uh, go and chop it down to get it down to twenty-nine seconds, so that um, the video and the audio are uh capable of being run on television and radio. Oh, and, okay, okay, okay. I haven't heard any of it now. Yeah, so depending I, well, on where, the time slot, you know, so a shorter slot and have it keep it just under thirty seconds and yeah, and then for yeah. a longer slot, you know, long version, short version kind of strategy depending on um you know the at the venue that's playing it, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Robert, if you're out there, send me that video, man. I'd like to see it. I I, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I want to, I want to see it. <laughs> so. Uh, well, he 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 said he tried to send it to you or something. I think. Hmm. But. Yeah. Well, I know, believe him. He wanted he wanted to get your approval on it. Yeah. So I well, think it's out. I, I, I think it's out there. Somehow, somehow, however you guys communicate. All right, instant message probably. Okay. All right. Well, there's possibility. I mean, when he, Robert, when he when he puts his mind to something, he does a good job actually. So, uh, I mean, how was the video? What was your opinion on it? Uh, what was your opinion? Last we didn't. Get, we, we did. Uh, I didn't see the video. All I okay. heard was the audio portion, because he he okay. uh, played it for us 
was it last night or was it Sunday night? Uh, Lorianne, do you remember when he played that for us? Um, I know we were talking about it. Um, when was that? It might have been Sunday night on my show. Robert, yeah. where are you, Robert? Where are you, Robert? And he did send me uh, the 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 text for it or whatever, because um, I told him that you know I would take a look at it and see what I might be able to help with as far as you know adding to it or cutting it down. Um, yeah. So I want to, and he did send me the text to it. So I need to review that and put my two cents in to see if I can help out. Um, All right. Yeah, if you said, you know. Okay. All right. Well, I'd like to get, yeah, boy, everybody's, uh, see, I didn't even know about this. Okay. I remember he did tell me about a video. I remember, but I, did, I thought he was, in, I didn't know he did it already. So, all right. Well, Robert, where are you at? Well, he, he's got, he's got a, 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 let's put it this way. If nothing more, he's got a first draft out anyhow. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds cool. All right. Good. Town hall sign, wave, waving to meet people. Yep, you're right, America Station. You're absolutely correct. I just got the little uh, uh, blog talk lady there. The lady there told me uh, 90 seconds, so whatever that means. Okay. You, she, she doesn't 90, do that. 90 usually. seconds. Yeah, 90 that. seconds, and then the live show ends, but we can continue for the bonus hour if we want to. She just said. So let's see if they cut me off. <laughs> well, you won't. Should you should not be cut off if you're on the phone. I don't think so. Huh? And like the, okay. I think the rest of us are. Take a head huh. count. Is Donnie no. here? Yeah, I think uh, Donnie in the episode because you'll get that pop up on the switchboard that you know, um, well or whatever. Just don't end the episode. Twenty nine seconds, so we'll find out. We're gonna find out in a minute. They cut us off. I'm not, I won't touch nothing. Uh, Donnie, put the uh, Rockingham County uh, uh, District uh, GOP. Okay, yeah, you put the uh, GOP. That's the GOP uh, address Donnie put in there. That's uh, yeah. Okay, you can complain to them too. But, um, yeah, and he put the phone number in there too. Uh, I can still hear, but not for long. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, we're off. Are we still there? Are we still on? Yes, yep, we are. We're still here. Oh, oh we, we're still connected. Okay, we're still connected, though, but no new callers can call in, I guess. That's how it goes. Exactly. So it. Yep, nobody can Whoever's call there, in, and there. if they're listening online, the audio cuts out. Yep. Um, but when you go and look at your show recording, it'll show whatever uh, the extended time is that we stay on. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I can hang out a couple minutes here. So, cause like I said, well, I got to get my papers ready. Anyway, I got my hearing tomorrow, so that's more important. I got to, you know, be ready for the fight. Yeah. So, uh, well, but I'm trying to find you. Go ahead. I'm going to suggest that you uh, try and find yourself a campaign manager, one that's uh, – <laughs> For one that's familiar with your your state and your district, um, mm-hmm. that knows the ins and outs of campaigning, um, 
I can help you with some of that, you know, of what you need to to get as far as information, but how to disseminate that information in your local area, I am, you know, I, I wouldn't be of much help. But, yeah. you know, like one, one of the things you need to do is to go and uh, get the voter registration list of everybody in your district. And you'll, you'd get that from uh, either the county or the state. Um, no, I got it. Should I have already have it. Okay. I have it. I have all the, all the registered voters, everything. Okay. And then uh, all contact information that is. And uh, then you need to uh, start uh, putting out some type of ad or emails or something to that effect, explaining and you know who you are and you know what you want to do and you know stuff like that, regular campaign yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, and I've already done that. Actually, I've already done direct mailing. Uh, done some direct mail already, where I've uh, contacted, where I've written letters and uh, sent out flyers to the voters. Like I said, and I got the signs already made up. They're, they should be delivered this week. Actually, some new signs. I had about 400 signs already made, but then I'm getting another 500 made. So if I put out close to a thousand signs, that should be pretty good. You know. So, believe it or not, that sounds like a lot, but really, when you think about it, it's really not. You know, they get sucked up fast. You know, you start putting them, slapping them down, you know, and uh, they go quick. You know, and, and a lot of them fall over. Sometimes they get stolen. You know, it's really, you know, it's it's a, it's a well, pain in the rear end. Yeah, well, you know, that's where, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> that's where uh where and why you need uh a campaign manager and maybe one or two people uh devoted to your campaign uh one for for the fact that you know you'll be working your ass off trying to do it all by yourself second yeah. If you're doing if you're doing it all by yourself, you won't be available at times to actual do campaigning or make it to events or stuff like that. You know, the campaign manager is is the one that's supposed to uh, uh, find the events that you need to go to. Um, and set up and stuff like that. And uh, that's what a campaign manager is supposed to do. Make sure that yep. your name gets out there, that's your right. information gets out there, and of course talk you up. But you know, yeah, that's what they're. Yeah, that's yeah. what a campaign manager is supposed to do for you. All we got to do is look and look at your all what's going on in your community, in your district. Every event that's happening in time from now to it's time to vote and get your name in there, you know, some kind of booth, T-shirt, anything like that, put your name out there. Free hats, yes. you know, stuff like that. That's what puts your name out there because then other people see them, people wearing it, see it. 
be able yeah, to, yeah. you know, take, you know, shake hands, stuff like that. Talk to people one on one in person. They see your face, and um, you know that is a uh, that's a must. You know, get out to you know swap meets, uh, uh, baseball or whatever games. You know, whatever type of event that's happening in the county that's going to draw a crowd of people. You need to be there. You need to be part of that yeah. crowd, whether yep. whether you okay. like whether you like the event or or not. It doesn't matter. You need to be there uh, to see the people and see the voters. You know, um, when you get the signs, send me a picture of it, and I'll post it on every one of my social media sites. And I also, uh, from here until it's time to vote, I'll plug you every week on my podcast. And, and, well, I appreciate uh, that, man. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, because everyone. I intend on doing the same. Here. I can take the audio from the video, you know, and play it as a clip, <clears throat> as a promotion too. So and, I'm willing to do that as well. Donnie, did you did you get a, a copy of the recording and stuff from uh, Robert yet? He's there. Hello, Donnie. He's there, but he's not on the phone. I don't think he's on the phone. He's in the chat. Well, I thought I heard somebody phone. else talking. No, he's he's not there in was, the, he's not on the there phone. Was, there was there, I heard a I heard a different male voice in the chat room, and I, I couldn't didn't recognize it. No, yours is very distinct, yours, is, yours is very distinctive. Uh, Lori Ann's voice is very distinctive, and the other voice was on, but I didn't pick who who was it. Was it Pianke? No, it wasn't him. <laughs> no, it, it, it was me. And it, yeah, well, well, who was that that said somewhere else? Somebody else. This is this is Gen X seven three. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you're no longer in the chat room, though, are you? No, no. I haven't been on there in okay. at least 27 minutes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I recognize now seeing your name up there when I left. But yeah, uh, earlier. So, I'm sorry. Hey, anyway. That's all right. I'm boy. I'm Boyd. Anyhow, glad to meet you. Glad if we haven't you. already met somewhere down on the, one of these arguing channels. <laughs> well, I'm gonna play some Ronald Reagan here to wrap it up. I can't find that video. I've been looking here for 20 minutes. I got to get my files ready for tomorrow morning anyway. So I don't know if there's another podcast show on later on. Is uh, Ronnie Reckon gonna be on later or no? Uh, you him, never know about you never know about him. Yeah, Jim he Clark usually be. does his show on Tuesdays, his late night, you know, Tuesday through Thursday show. Uh, Jay Clark, oh, okay. novelty, uh, long name. Um, yeah, I know. but I think that's about it usually. Okay. Yeah, I think right, well, well, throw something up. I think this is Chewbacca. Is he might. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to argue, mate, you, uh, that's where you go. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear about reparations, that's where you need to go. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. guess well, we got to you were you were asking about show that shows that were up, and yeah, it just so happens I saw his show up. <laughs> oh boy! All right, guys, I'm gonna get ready to wrap it up. So I'm gonna play some Ronald Reagan here at the end, and uh, and uh, well, I appreciate everybody tuning in here tonight. Appreciate it. God bless the republic. And uh, yeah, thanks for the best wishes for tomorrow. I'm gonna need it. And uh, all right, man. Have a good. Yeah, yeah, man. All right, God bless, guys. Take care. Okay, take care. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? When Nikita Khrushchev has told his people, he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better rev than death, or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shotters around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material compensations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn their spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. 